welcome back to the Y Experience with JJ Cannon. And today's sponsors are Digital Delight. And every and every <laughs> I got my notes in the wrong spot, so I apologize, people. <laughs> But at Digital Delight, if you follow us, if you go to digitaldelight.com forward slash shop this month, you will find the six uh, crucial devices that are necessary for creating a smart home. So I encourage you to go over to digitaldelight.com. Also, I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Noonday Collection. The Y Experience with Noonday Collection is also sponsored by independent Noonday Collection ambassador, Hope Cannon. Style your friends, change the world. Visit Hope's website today at www.hopecannon4121.noondaycollection.com. And also, I encourage you to visit the Y Experience Patreon page. Every month, the Y Experience will receive a regular source of income from supporters who pledge through Patreon. Having your ongoing support means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you. And hey, welcome back to the Y Experience. And today with me, I have Roger Patterson. Roger, how are you? Doing well, JJ. Thank you. That's great. And Roger, he is my pastor. Dr. Roger Patterson is the senior pastor over at West University Baptist as well as Cross Point Church. And my family and uh, my wife have been sitting under you for, goodness, about 12 years now. And the church and the church family has been so impactful to our Amen. to our good, lives. So good. thank you very much. Now, Roger received his doctorate of ministry and his master's of divinity degree from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, right. and a bachelor of art uh, arts in Christianity and speech from HBU. Yeah, I'm a husky. You're a husky. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. I know there's there's kids at our at our yeah. church that are yeah. looking at yeah. going into that field. Yeah, Houston Baptist is a, uh, just a, a plug for them. The great institution. Dr. Robert Sloan's leading the the charge there. He He's doing a fantastic job with his Ten Pillars vision. Um, the uh, actual head of the School of Theology, the School of Christian Thought, Dr. Todd Bates, is new to Houston, just joined our church. And if there are kids feeling called to ministry uh, who give this a listen, anybody feeling called, uh, Todd's putting on a, um, a, a the 1st of September a, a weekend for folks who feel called to ministry. I think it's high school students, but I'll be speaking at that for February 1st. So that'll be exciting to be back on campus. And it's been a while. It's changed a lot. And, it, and, that and that's what you want. Grown. So they're doing a great it's job. It's a beautiful a campus. So, yeah. Great experience yeah. for, great for kids uh, great getting school. a good quality education. Yeah. Now, one of the things that really prompted me to make sure that I wanted to get you on the show is, is this book that yeah. you wrote. Cool. And Thank this you. book, and in you can find it and, and on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon.com is the best place to get it. Right. And I'm going to drop a link uh, down in the description. So if you're interested in getting the book, please look in the link, click on it. And this can this is a perfect gift. Thank you. For, yeah. for fathers, for, Great gift for, for the holidays. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's a day daily journal. Or yeah. a, a, and, and it's a minute. You, take you, you a minute to read it. Yeah, That's it the takes whole, you a it's minute. It's called A Minute of Vision for Men. And the big idea is give me a minute of your day and we'll drop something that's value added into your life uh we use i use stories from sports from being a dad from hunting 
from hanging out with my kids, um, out, just out of everyday life, out of ministry, just life, right. and try to connect a biblical principle, give you a scripture at the end. But, you know, I, I find a lot of people don't know how to have a, their own time with God. Uh, that's kind of intimidating. They don't know where to start. And so let's just start with what we see on the headlines on ESPN. And let me help make a, a connection from everyday life into your life. And so Minute of Vision for Men is, it, it is what it says on the subtitle, 365 Motivational Minutes to Kickstart Your Day. And it's not a challenging read. It takes you a minute. It takes you a minute. <laughs> every I like doing it in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's part of something that I do on a, on a regular basis. And Thank I you. get a lot of good, good. content yeah. from this. Now, what inspired you to write a book? You know, um, those came out of uh, a daily radio spot I produced. I used to do a radio show on Yahoo Sports Radio. It's a faith-based sports radio show called Vision for Life Radio. We're actually going to be relaunching a podcast and have had a lot of fun with that. Um, but I was also uh, just trying to – I was trying to connect with guys where they were. Well, where was I? I was in the car, and I was listening to sports radio. And I was interested in my Houston Texans, Houston Astros, Houston Rockets, and Houston Dynamo and college teams and all this kind of stuff. And a buddy of mine runs the, the joint over there. Uh, it's now Gal Media, and it's uh, SB Nation Radio, and they're in Sports Map radio and culture map and all they're doing a great job of engaging people and so david and i just sat down and started talking i'm like hey what what would it look like if we engaged men where they were and he says what if you came up with a daily one minute thought and so that's where that began doing a minute of a vision for life we called it on radio spots and then um we got enough of them i'm like well maybe we could turn this into a book and so we just decided to repurpose what was sitting on the shelf and um and and pitched it to through my agent to a publisher and they they took it and now we have a book and we actually have a women's book too called oh, really? a minute of um oh gosh you you would think i could get it right a minute of um patience <laughs> <laughs> yeah that too uh but anyway it's by lee mcelroy um a minute of his presence and it's great it's a it's a women's book for very similar idea give him a minute a day give us a minute a day and we'll drop i think those are great options so, for families yeah. for husbands and wives for the holidays that are coming up something yeah. special for them under the christmas tree now one thing that you talk a lot about is how do we wait well mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. what does that mm-hmm. mean roger how do yeah. we wait yeah. well yeah so um what i find I shared this with a college student yesterday at lunch what i find is we're very much interested in getting from point A to point B in our life, right? I, I know where I'm at. I have a burden to go somewhere else and transition to and get to that next place. I've, I've you know, it's like, where does this podcast from come from? It comes from an idea, but it, the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing every time. So there's a not only the right decision to make, but the right timing of decisions that we need to learn to make, and. And so the burden comes from, okay, I know what I want to do. I know where I want to get in life. But the timing of it's a very important thing. And so what I've learned is, I don't know that I wait well when I wait, but I've learned that most of the growth in my life happens in waiting. Now, when we think about waiting, we think about, well, I'm going to go to a restaurant, and there's probably going to be a lot of people there, and they're going to give me a buzzer, and I'm going to wait. And it seems very um, uh, mindless. But one of the most pro, one of one of the best things we can do is the most is is proactive waiting. And so Psalm thirty seven talks about 
um, waiting on God, Psalm 37, 1 through 11, talks about waiting on God for him to do in our lives what only he can do. And, and we have the bumper sticker verse. People claim it. Oh, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the, the desires of your heart. But it's all couched in waiting. Right, so it says, "Don't fret, don't be anxious." When other people have their way, when you're not getting yours, um, instead, uh, cultivate faithfulness. Bloom where you're planted, and 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 um, trust in God. Do good where you are right. today, right. and then it and then it makes this statement: He will make your right your righteousness or your right living shine like the dawn. The justice of your cause like the noonday sun. That's probably where the noonday um, jewelry uh, idea comes from. But the, the rightness of your cause, the justice of your cause, the just nature of what you do, like it's the morning sun or high noon. Well, there's nothing I can do in all of my striving and hard work to make the cause of my life look like it's the sun coming up or that it's shining like high noon on a day like today. Right which is beautiful here in Houston. So what I've learned, so the very next verse is, so be still and wait patiently for the Lord. The right thing at the right time is powerful. Right. And so in the waiting, God does a work in me. And, and so the first three, four verses in that chapter of the book of Psalms 37 tells me what to do to proactively wait, trust, delight, dwell, do good, cultivate faithfulness. Bloom where you're planted. Don't be bitter that you're not where you want to be. Don't sit there and complain and whine. Instead, make where you are great. And when God moves you on to that next place, you're leaving it better than it was when you were there. So, you know, that's a that's a message for all of us. But, you know, like for me, I have a, a young daughter that's getting mm-hmm. ready to go into into high school. Watch out. You know, <laughs> I know, I know. But I understand that you have a son that's leaving the house. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's getting ready to yeah. go into college. Yeah. And, and mm. you know, that's a great how do we wait well. Yeah. You know, yeah. how do we teach that to our kids? Or how do you prep your kids to, to leave the house? Yeah. or to So what are, you, what are you sharing with your son? Well, my goal, so yeah, my oldest Brady, he he graduates in May, and we'll be heading off somewhere mm-hmm. to college, um, Lord willing. That's our hope. That's His plan. That's what we're working towards. So my goal, I wrote, and I've done this with with both my boys, and plan to do it with my daughter. When they turn thirteen, I authored a book for them, that's just directly to them. It's called Thirteen Going on Eighteen: Becoming a Man of Influence. And my desire, the end game for when my children leave my house is I want them to be able to stand on their own two feet. That's that's what when they leave the nest, that's that's what our parents did for us or challenged us to do. We didn't always maybe didn't always do it right away, but but the goal is I've got eighteen years to put as much into their life as I can. And yet it moves from being the I'm the coach calling the play to when they get into their teenage years. Literally, you stop coaching them and you hand them over to someone else to coach them in athletics, right? But I'm the coach. I've been calling the play every day. Hey, here are your clothes. Put these on. Here's what you're eating, too. Now I'm a consultant. And in their high school years, I'm there. it's a blend of coaching and consulting right. where I am, I'm just now saying, okay, you call the plays and I'll help consult with how that's going. I always reserve the right to swoop in and go, no, we're running a different play. (laughs) We're going to fix this. Um, But the goal there in the consulting piece is to get them to the point where they're calling the right plays on their own. 
my goal then will be to be that consultant for the rest of their life. I think long term. You know, I've, I've, I was a youth pastor for years. I've, I've coached parents for a long time in relationships with their children. And sometimes we get so nearsighted in the moment about the crisis or decision at hand that I want to go, whoa, pull back, Dad. Look at the big picture. What's the goal? That you and your son, you and your daughter are going to have something you're going to do, that y'all are going to be in relationship long term. Don't overreact. Coach them in the moment. Give them the wisdom God's given you, but don't freak out. Have grace. Yeah. Because you're gonna, you've made mistakes. You're going to keep making mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. But let's learn from our mistakes, right? And so we just don't want to freak out when it comes to to uh, helping them stand. And then when it's time to launch them out, by the grace of God, I pray he's making wise decisions. I tell my kids this. There's nothing you can ever do that keep me from loving you. Right. And I think the job of a parent is to establish security in the life of their, in the hearts of their kids so that they can always feel like they can come home. Right. right. Now, at the same time when they're home, there's an expectation. I also tell my kids, you carry three names. You got my name, your name, and his name. Right. The Lord Jesus' name. So you better carry those names well and in right places. Mm-hmm. And don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass him. Mm-hmm. And so you put an expectation. You, you put those high standards in, on your kids, and, and yet you love them well when they make mistakes and just say, hey, we're going to be all right. Right. So, And, you know, whenever we're... You know, setting examples is crucial for our kids and, and how we live in yeah. the home yeah. is, is crucial because they're absorbing everything that they're seeing, yeah. everything that they're yeah. hearing. And, you know, Hope and I, we've been married for 20 years right. and it's had its share of peaks and valleys. Absolutely. And my understanding is you and Julie, y'all been married for 23, 23 years, years as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and so tell us about that experience of being a pastor, being married, raising kids, yeah. and yeah, yeah. you know, best decision she—I mean, I ever made. <laughs> no, best decision ever made, right? We ever made. Um, you know, marriage can be complex if we let it. I think it's fairly simple. If I'll love my wife more than I love myself, mm-hmm. I'll do my part. And if she'll love me more than she loves herself, she'll do her part. If I'll serve her more than I serve myself, I'll do my part. If she serves me more than I do my, than she does herself, she'll do her part. It's a, a relationship's a two-way street, and the I can only control my part of it. Mm-hmm. I can desire a certain outcome from the other side of a relationship, but the best, if I'm going to control a certain part of it, then I need to I need to lead well. I need to serve well. And if I look at the model of Jesus, it's just servant leadership. You know, here's a guy who is about to go to the cross, and he's about to be resurrected, and he's about to be ascended. But the night when in which he's betrayed, to show the, his disciples the full extent of his love, he gets out of his chair, takes off his outer cloak, puts a towel around his waist, and starts to wash his pupils' feet. He's a rabbi. Rabbis don't wash the feet of their pupils. They're, they're supposed to be served by their pupils. Instead, he says, let me show you how much I love you. And he washes their dirty, nasty feet. Mm-hmm. there's a perfect picture for what I need to do every day right so real simple my job and I've I've declared it my job and make it my job my job is to make my wife's coffee every day because I'm going to start off every day saying I'm here to serve you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if I'll serve her well guess what it seems to be reciprocated and it's beautiful so it's not as hard as we make it now life can be hard there's financial stress there's 
relational stress. There's people, but what can I can what can I control? Yeah, I can control how I carry myself. Yeah. My wife, she right? doesn't like coffee. <laughs> she's got a dog, well, and then she wants me to take that dog out. To well, walk server. I think I might have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> server. Hey, man. I got to find some type of morning thing that I do on the regular for her. Yeah. Uh, that that really touches her. I think, well, there's this, the it's a value of intentionality. If I see every day as an opportunity to invest in my marriage, yeah, then I'll do it. But if I don't think about it, I won't. So you got to keep it real simple. Right. So, you know, Roger, in my business, I. I talk to a lot of men and they struggle yep you know and it's it seems like an uphill battle and i feel a lot of them what what's comforting to me and what's what i have learned is not to carry burdens on my shoulder that i i'm not alone Mm -hmm. that that if you lay it at the feet of the lord and ask for assistance can can you yeah you know speaking of your business we are clients the patterson family is a client of digital delight which we endorse and are excited for my office has been put together by Digital Delight. So if I can encourage you all to check them out. If you need technology for your home or innovation, go to digitaldelight.com. That said, um, yeah, guys feel alone. Mm-hmm. Then they get isolated. And when there's pain in their life, they tend to isolate even more. And so it's important that you have just a handful of guys where, man, you know, it's not a kumbaya, let's go pray together or cry together all the time, but just where you can just feel free to be yourself and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the opportunity comes, you, you, you open up to them or they open up to you. And it's a safe, safe place to do that where, mm-hmm. you, you know, hey, man, I'm struggling. Well, what's going on? Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And I unpack it, you know. And uh, we've been through some real pain in our lives. And I realized even in that there was some, some moments where I would isolate. I didn't want to engage, mm-hmm. you know. But, but, it, but I had good friends around me. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? You know, you guys were there with us during the flood. You yeah, guys flooded, sure. right? We were with each other in that sense of how do we stand together in pain, you know? And because mm-hmm. life's not as, well, I guess it is a box of chocolates, as Forrest Gump would say, but it's not always the kind you want. You know, it's sometimes you get it and you're like, man, I didn't see that one coming. Right. And so it's how do we, how do I, um, but how do I live proactively in the midst of that? Right. Right. Yeah. Now, you do a lot of work outside the church. Like, you work with professional athletes on, on the regular. Well, we've we, we done radio shows. I'll do some chapels for different teams um, and just get build a relationship with these guys. We'll host events in town for men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had Joe Gibbs come to town, Daryl Strawberry come to town to do some things. Um, but, yeah, it's just fun getting the, to uh, – you know, I've pastored a lot of prof- professional athletes through – my time here um and uh some of them are still we still text and you know one of them dan orlovsky taught brady how to throw a football and so it's been cool dan's got you know his wife they they struggle with infertility they have triplet boys crazy dan's on espn he's he's a blast and um and then this beautiful little girl but but dan he's endorsed our book um he's living out you know, here's a story of a of a guy who really struggled with his dad, and that he's living out this this dadhood dream. Man, mm-hmm. it's so fun to watch him and to connect with him, and and then let him follow my son's football season because he in third grade was teaching him how to throw a football, and and you know as a as a backup quarterback for the Houston Texans. You know, so it's, they're just they're they're just people too. They're just guys. They're just you know. I did the Texans Chapel earlier this year. And um, they lost the next day, you know. <laughs> so they didn't ask you back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever have him back. <laughs> it's 
so. But it's cool. It's fun. <laughs> they're just guys, man. They just, they just, you know, they work hard, but they're under the gun. Um, they don't know where they're going to be next year. They mm-hmm. never have that sense of security and home base. And, you know, but they're just, they're just everyday people, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's good just to connect with them, pour into them a little bit when you can. That's, that's a yeah. great connection. Now, you know, one of the coolest things that I really enjoy about our church is the youth ministry. Yeah. yeah. And really building a program that that involves everybody in yeah. the family. So it's not necessarily um, just for adults and bring your kids, but it. I mean, we really focus on creating activities for the kids so yeah. that they can be yeah. involved. Yeah. And uh, not only in learning scripture and about faith, but also being involved out in the community mm-hmm. and um, and serving others yeah. Yeah. as as part of our you know function and purpose. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the way I lead, right, as a as a lead pastor, I'm just a talent broker, mm-hmm. and by the grace of God, we've got two locations inside the inner loop of Houston where we've got the most gifted, talented people in all the world. Mm-hmm. And and what do I what do I what am I responsible for as the lead shepherd? Well, is to is to not just get everybody to come sit down and listen, but is to get everybody to get up and go do something. Right. I'm not doing my job if it's all about come hear me. I don't care about you hearing me. I want you to get up and go make a difference in somebody else's life, because the generous life that gives itself away is full. Mm-hmm. And so if we can mobilize people, deploy to people, get out, get up and get out, and get after it. Um, live your life with purpose if we can get after that and give people avenues so we try to deal with our students our students are high school seniors they're going to go to ecuador this summer or this spring break and they're going to put they're going to wash children's feet up fourteen thousand foot elevation and they're going to give the gospel of jesus away when they put new shoes on these children they're going to wash their feet give them a brand new pair of shoes and tell them the good news message we got my when i was a high school senior in high school we went to the beach for spring break you know, I wouldn't asked or expected or encouraged to go on mission anywhere. It was like, hey, we're going to the beach. Y'all go, you know, and our kids, I'm sure they love to go to the beach. But 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 we're trying to give our students, we're trying to give everybody who walks through our doors an avenue of expression of, of the gifting God's given them to be a blessing to other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of missions, we have a lot of got mission <laughs> service that, that our got church, a lot going on, man. That our church yeah. is involved with. Yeah. I know that we go to the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic twice is twice yeah. uh, summer. Yeah, every yes, two at least two trips per summer because we have so many people want to go. It's a family mission trip. That's right. And so we empower families to go serve together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, ministry in Thailand and in Kenya in Riga, Latvia, in Honduras, ministry in Cuba. Mm-hmm. We're planting churches. We're standing with, with leaders. We've been to Bolivia. I mean, yeah, just all, wherever you want to go, we've, we we either are, have gone or are going, that yeah, type of thing. And then Alaska as well. Alaska with our high school ministry, mm-hmm. yeah, the Kenai Peninsula, and and just we, we want to find where needs are and go serve those. Mm-hmm. And um, and th- those are those are pretty pretty incredible expression. But then we're doing a lot here in the city of Houston. You know, we uh, have a clinic called Casa Buen Samaritano. Mm-hmm. It's the last free clinic in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it serves people who are 150 percent below the poverty line. Uh, the best medical personnel in the world here in the Houston Medical Center, Texas Medical Center. Many of them are in our church, and they deploy uh, through our Casa Clinic to uh, to serve people with free health care. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We've got ministry going on in the third ward. We're Agape. doing some agape development ministries. We're helping partner with them to do just restoration of communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we plant a church, and we're planting a church in the third ward uh, with Pastor David Hill and Restoration Community Church. We've we've just hosted a Christmas Market Weekend with Free the Captives Christmas Market. Mm-hmm. In other words, when you got a lot of talent. And you got a lot of people who want to use that talent, as we talked about. It's going to lead to all sorts of opportunity and people with great ideas and, and capacity running after it. And it's fun because you can't keep track of it all. I, I can't. Oh, we've got another team going. Great. You know, we can't keep track of it all. It's really a blast. We are not a stagnant church. We are active. We get yeah, you gotta, out yeah. and we try to practice what we're yeah. what we're preaching yeah. and uh, get out into the community. Yeah. And, you know, the holiday season is coming up. The, yeah. the, the Christmas season yeah. uh, is coming up. And we have a couple of uh, activities that if people are interested in, if they want to bring their family to, or if they want to come themselves, yeah. uh, we have uh, the Christmas event, December the 24th. Yeah, Christmas Eve services, yeah. right? So a lot of people, where do I go to church on Christmas with my family for Christmas Eve? We have four English services, three, four, five, and six, uh, at our two interloop locations. So you can go to cpointchurch.org. Uh, that's Cross Point Church at Bel Air and 610. It's 3 and 5 o'clock. Um, for services, uh, and then in our West University campus, four and six o'clock, um, and uh, candlelight services. And uh, got a friend whose daughter Becky Gray is in a uh, nationally televised production called King of Kings. She's the only actress in this. There's a choir. There's a communicator. It'll air on ABC on Christmas Eve all over the nation. She's the only actress in it. We're going to have her perform that monologue at our services that that will air on TV. It won't be from our church. It's already it's already done. But she's going to come and and perform. Uh, it'll be special at those services. But also, if people are looking for ways to give back, if they want to find a way to give back to the community, you can go to either of our church websites, wubc.org/slash/12ways mm-hmm. or cpointchurch.org/slash/12ways, and we have twelve ways. For people to deploy their influence, to give back to our city, to give back to our community, right. and uh, give people something to do. Well, it's just not about themselves, right? So. Right. And and the uh, the feeling that that provides an individual of being able to give back, mm-hmm. you know, instead of always receiving. Yeah. So so. Jesus reflect. said it's better to give than to receive. And it's true. And until you turn around and position yourself to be generous and give, you won't experience what that that better. But when you do, you're like, oh, I get it now. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it's gives you a lot more purpose. Yeah. No doubt. You know. You know. So. Instead of sitting around like, what have I done with myself? Right. You know. Right. Roger, it's been fantastic for you. To that join went me quick. Today. I know. It's too quick. I know. It went <laughs> by quick. Well, I hope I can come back. I hope oh, you, you absolutely. Know, this is great. It's not like the Texans or anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll invite you back. Go, go talk to the Texans. They lose. Yeah. Hey, I want to encourage everybody to check down in our description. I'm going to put a link to a minute for vision for men, and it's a great gift for your dad, for your husband, mm-hmm. for your, for a friend, uh, and it's just literally that a minute a day on some inspirational information on on how to live your life. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, well, and it's best thing about it is it's a daily gift because you yeah. get 365 of them. Yeah. I love that. And then there's also one for ladies. Yeah. A Minute of His Presence by Lee McElroy. Right. Yeah. 
Roger. Amazon.com. So. Yeah, and we'll put the link down at the bottom. Roger, thank you again. Yeah, Very thanks for having me. Appreciate you joining me. And I hope to see y'all. Uh, if y'all don't have a church, please join us at Crosspoint this Sunday. Yeah, it don't every wait. Sunday. Don't wait. All right, friends. I want to say thank you to our sponsors. Uh, and if you're a Patreon, Every month, the Y Experience, it receives a regular source of income from supporters who've pledged through Patreon. Having your ongoing support means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating content for you. Also visit Noonday Collection, Independent Ambassador Hope Cannon's website at www.hopecannon412131.noondaycollection.com. And then we also like to say thank you to Digital Delight. Please check out their website at digitaldelight.com forward slash shop where they're making holiday tech shopping easy. You can find the top six most must-haves to turn your basic home into a smart home. And we will see you next week on the Y Experience with JJ Cannon. Y'all have a great week. <laughs>